Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings and welcome to Greetings, the greeting card podcast. I am, and I'll let you in on a little secret, one of your hosts, Bobby O'Rourke. And you might have gotten the password wrong at the door, but that's all right. I hear that Bobby knows you. I'm the other host, and just so you know, my name is Dan Conroy. We've really got to stop treating our podcast like a speakeasy. It's not great for marketing. Just turn people away. Well... I mean, we got to do something with all this bathtub alcohol you and I keep making because a lot of people don't know this, but behind the scenes, Bobby and I are really getting into bespoke liquor. We, we don't know anything about it. We just like, you know, nature's fun and fermentation is what heals the nation. And that is what that's not true at all. And that's not, it's actually caused quite a bit of damage. If you look no, yeah, at no, effects. to your body, to society. No, absolutely. Sometimes you look at it and you go, yeah, I, I know where the temperance people were going with this. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but we just find ourselves sort of with a cachet, let's say, of bathtub style liqueur. And Bobby, what do we? I know we finished up the gingerbread schnapps. What do we have currently in the old tub bucket? Oh, we had a vodka rummy, which was just we put vodka and rum in, in a big bathtub and so then looked at what would happen. Um, yep. I did drop some gummy bears into whiskey, and then I put Skittles in that. Yeah. Um, and I call that a Skaliski. Skaliski, um, absolutely. Yeah, who was my chemistry teacher in 10th grade, too, Mr. Skaliski. <laughs> Mr. Skaliski, which he was known for. In, he drank his Skittles, if I remember correctly, in class. That's how he liked his candy. Was he was it. great. We stood on our desks and we pledged our loyalty to him. And he said, this is the SATs. Everyone, please sit down. And we <laughs> said, no, you're our captain. He said, I haven't seen that movie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> is this the Emperor's Club? I don't remember what this is. I don't know what uh, you're talking this about. This is a, a League of His Own, which is the first movie about a male baseball player breaking the bear. There is crying in baseball, and we, that's what the seventh inning stretch is for, is for crying, but don't let women know. They're not allowed to know. They can't. I'm just glad we could buy our bathtubs in bulk. For years, they looked at me askance, and now I said, I need 10 bathtubs, and they'll say, you got it, sir, wholesale. What was that joke on The Simpsons where the bathtub salesman is like, well, you know, if you buy 17, they're $1,000 off. I said 10. I said 10. <laughs> it's such a weirdly specific joke that works so well, because it's just about not accepting the buy one, get one. There's just not many shows that uh, approach bootlegging and prohibition as a topic of humor and i'm glad they did yeah it's not as common of a joke as you think but you just mm -hmm. have and and i love that they just extend the basement in the simpsons to be like the size of a costco warehouse like they without any question at all it's pure size <laughs> yeah if they guys, can fit 10 bathtubs in their basement suddenly i don't remember the name of the episode but guys go go find the simpsons episode i think it's somewhere in season eight or seven where they're talking about prohibition uh, you won't you will not be disappointed and if you get a chance uh, find Bobby and I's secret podcast, Saloon slash Speakeasy. Be sure to rap on the door three times and say Halloween Lawyer. And once you get mm. in there, I think what we have on tap right now is I put a bunch of Miller High Lifes in the bathtub and let it sit until the carbonation's gone. And I call it Bush Light. So I've just made a different kind of beer, I like to think. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you can't get that kind of flavor at your local watering hole at your uh, your TGIFs and your Rubies Tuesday. And your hooligans. Hula. My my grandmother, R.I.P., used to love saying 
My grandmother used to love instead of saying hula hands, hooligans, and I I just think that's funny. See, that's that's good old fashioned comedy right there. Yeah, that's that is just that is some slapstick humor right there. That is a pie in the face. That is a rake in the face. A lot of things in the face back in those days. You gotta yeah. Have... The face was really the the butt of the era. You know, a lot of things happened. The face was the butt of the twenties. <laughs> Glad we got that out of the way. Dan, I had an experience card-wise recently that I wanted to ask you about Do before we- tell, Bobby. I'm trying to. You keep talking. Sorry. Um, no. <laughs> um, I, I got a invite to a wedding, mm-hmm. and it had an RSVP. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, so this is the part that confused me. I said it wrong. Let me start over. It was a save the date. I didn't know what a save the date really was. It never occurred to me until I was planning my own wedding with my wife about two years ago. And my wife had to explain to me many times what a save the date was because she kept saying, well, it's a piece of paper that says when the wedding's going to be and you have to save the date. That part I got. No problem. Later, I learned there was also an invitation. And I asked, what's the invitation for? And she said, this is to show that you're invited to the wedding. So me being me, I'm not a. I'm a literal man, Dan. I don't know if you know this or not. You know, I, I, take... I, I know you You like things up front. You like things in your face. You don't like interpretation. No, I I, I think there's a dogma to everything, and I want to yeah. adhere to it strictly. That's why you love the movie Dogma, is because it's just right up in front of your face, and also it's a Kevin Smith film about Christianity. I genuinely do love that it's movie, though, all things movie. aside. It's a very good movie. It's a very good movie. But I had this moment where we almost got into an argument where I said, well, why do we need to save the date for our wedding? I was talking about mine and hers and she said because they have to save the date and i said i understand that but yeah. what's what's the invitation for she said that's so they go I'm like but they save the date has yeah. already i felt like a seinfeld bit i was like the save the date is already them saying we'll be around for the date of the wedding and then maddie was like yeah but the invitation you know is things form- could change it's mm-hmm. a formal one like but what will change like i i couldn't wrap my head around it and i think Overall, I'm the stupid one, but I wanted to see how stupid because to, to this day, I still get saved the dates and I think, could you have just invited me and saved paper? I don't know or not. You know what? I don't recall when I learned the save the date v invitation rigmarole that we have allowed to be part of the great ceremony of marriage that I think I would never do a save the date for my birthday. Or for <laughs> you like, should. It's an event. Yeah. It's a gala. Day. It's happening here. It is. I mean, the fashion that comes out is just amazing. Uh, everyone dresses exactly like how I said they were supposed to. But weddings are interesting too because yeah, they have this. You get this first. What is essentially like a declaration. You can't call yes. it an invitation because it's, it's a not, throat clear. And it's, it's a, one, <laughs> one of my least favorite things in emails is when people like just get to the point. Tell me that you don't have the money to pay for your travel. I understand. But it's <laughs> it's a gentle hand raise that says, hello, by the way, we've we've done gotten engaged because I think in a different time, I'm trying to recall, there probably was cards sent out to declare an engagement like engagement has happened. And then there would be one for save the date and then there'd be one for marriage. So this this process was probably way more byzantine in a different time so this is actually we're looking at the pared down version of it we haven't even yeah we haven't even scratched the surface of engagement parties bridal showers bachelorette and bachelor parties you know there's a whole world we haven't even 
scratched yet. Oh, yeah. I think in the last episode or two episodes ago, we did talk about why bachelor parties don't have cards, which I love. And then in my notes, I wrote wet bachelor times, which, boy, sorry about that, guys. Don't know what that means. Uh, Totally forgot. It's permanent ink. We can't get rid of it. We've tried. No, I I write on permanent ink on the screen of my laptop. And uh, Mac- (laughs) Like a math genius. Yeah. And then I get like really, I get really sad at the Mac store and they're just like, fine, fine, fine. We'll replace it. Just shut up. So they don't like me at all at the genius bar. But I, I'm more with you, even though I don't feel like I've thought about it for a long time, but I'm more with you that the logic implies, why don't you just, because in the realm of social media, I know pretty quickly when you done got engaged, unless you sure. eloped, but mm-hmm. like, I, I know pretty quickly. And to that end, why don't you just give me the invitation ahead of time? And I don't know if like, just to play counter argument to our discussion already. I don't know if that comes into difficulty with reserving the space or if it's more like you just want to, the idea is you want to keep people's heads up because it's not like a birthday party where maybe 20 of your friends are all going to go to catfish dandy's hot soup parlor. Instead, Mm. it's going to be, which is a great, I'm getting, I'm getting the mulligan this time. It's my birthday. I'm pulling a (laughs) mulligan on the mulligan, but, um, seven up bisque. That's mine. (laughs) surge chowder Um, it's thick it's that's that's what the that's the line of the place on the bottom it just says catfish dandy's soup parlor it's thick (laughs) say what you want about the flavor but the unlike your birthday over at the soup emporium which is going to have 20 people i mean conservatively a wedding has like every wedding's different but a lot of the times what 75 to 100 and then above that's a small one i learned while planning mine you know we only had about 80 or so people and you were there which was absolutely lovely it was we glad, a lovely wedding yeah. ding dongs you don't know what you missed it was beautiful but i'm going to a wedding next month that has 250 there we and go that's yep. considered on the high end certainly but not entirely unheard of you know that's that's higher but i heard most weddings have between 100 and 150 so yeah. the point is taken and i guess because of the planning and the catering you have to know kind of a rough number more than three months beforehand so i guess i sort of see the point and i'm i'm not smart enough as i said to really take this down although i want to because i'm a white man with a podcast i could do anything i want we have a Um, power we've got like a sort of hammer that we can go do you think we have any power to change the industry of weddings with this podcast is that what you want to do that's the only way to find out is if i throw all my weight into this tirade and see what what comes about i just to I hear you, I respect you, and I believe in you. Great. We're I'm done. only Bobby, we're only gonna get one shot to change one thing with whatever the hell this is you and I do on Monday nights. And we have talked about making bachelor party greeting cards. We have talked about making soup emporiums as we've done tonight. We've talked about creating a new Disney Channel franchise based on Halloween. We've talked about making a movie about a grandma who learns MMA. I'm missing most of the stuff we talked about in the early episodes. Are you sure this is what you want to cash in on? Because we're only going to get one. You want to change the wedding industry. I kind of like having someone remind me of stuff regularly. I'm bad at remembering dates. It's kind of nice to go, hey, idiot, by the way, this is happening in May. And it's oh, November. so you think that the wedding, because it's so ornate and planned, it needs kind of two reminders. Like, just so you remember, you, you doofus, you I'm said a, you'd go to this, and I'm going to pay for the fish, so be there. I'm a little bit of a pig for ceremony, and, you know, put that on a t-shirt <laughs> for me. Um, but I'm a ceremony pig. But 
I do enjoy, to some extent, the pins and needles when you get somebody save the date. And you're just like, oh, okay. something's coming around. Because whereas you are a man of pragmatism, I am a man of chaos, and but also sometimes- You're like, a romantic in a way. Unne- well, let's call it unnecessary formalities. I, I There's something mm. about them that can be pleasant. And when there's something that you look forward to in a traditional standpoint, not all the time, sometimes they're copiously or sometimes they're just unnecessary. But this time around, it's like kind of nice if it's your friends that are getting married or family members they haven't seen a little bit and you knew was coming up anyways. and You can kind of see the design and things like that. I, I do enjoy them to some level, but I definitely do see where like they're uh, so one problem I sometimes have is. I get to save the date, and then I have no idea when the hell the invitation's coming. So I'm just kind of like constantly There's checking a big gap in, in between. There's there months is. in between both of them, yeah. There really is. And it's you almost beg the question like, oh, when am I going to get the invitation? When is this happening? And you get pretty close to the wedding. You're like, oh, did I? Because then you get into this weird headspace of, did they send me a save the date? And then something happened. And I was part of the ones that had to get let go. You know how that happens in weddings there's sometimes? A, there's always like a very small contingent that either can't make it and they make room for it or the opposite, which is like, oh, no, we only got catering for 100 and we invited 106. Like, who yeah. do we who are we most ready to sever ties with You know, yeah. diplomatically? Our wedding is going to have as a dish the last of the Sprite basses that exist naturally in the wild. And mm. we only there's only 85 of those and we have 84 people. So Washington State is doing very well with the fishery farms with the Sprite basses. But it takes years to repopulate that kind of species. They didn't expect what happened in the early 2000s because they were trying to do a subbreed with Sprite Remix. But unfortunately, the acidity levels with the extra sensors were too high. It killed the eggs. It was uh, it was an ecological disaster. I tried to say it was as bad as Exxon Valdez, and I was immediately told by people, no. <laughs> See, again, you're talking truth to power, presumably. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know why we'd be stopped. Well, I didn't have a podcast back then. So anything, I, what no. I, whatever I said, I had no power. You know what I mean? I was, I was only a white man. So there was just nothing. <laughs> Basically bereft of anything worthwhile. Oh, Lord. I, uh, God, it's like only controlled. What's that Pat Oswald joke? Oh, used to control 99.9% of things. Now I only control 97.6% of things. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> Boo hoo. I can't wait till someone somewhere years from now isolates clips from this as you're running for Senate and is like, did you know that Dan Conroy once said? And like, yeah. Vote Dan- for Charles Lindbergh the third. White men have no power. <laughs> Did you hear him say that? Is this the kind of person you want? And by by that point, I don't know. I do not vote Dan for your local comptroller. Also, because he doesn't know math. Dan wanted to repopulate the sprite basses, but did you know that most of those are popular for violent crime? <laughs> Dan wanted to start a soup shop. Did you know that the number one cause of food poisoning in the United States is soup? <laughs> Looks like Dan didn't. Also, he talked about being a white man and how cool that was. It's like it's it's like the clone high. Like he was fifteen this year. La- uh, last year he was fourteen. Which which one is it, Abe? <laughs> 
every joke we tell that's worth any salt is like us learning someone has beaten us to it by about 10 years like it's always that's every joke though i don't i don't even i don't mean to do that i just mean to do it because it it reminds me of a funny reference but oh no it's it's great there's there's only a finite amount of words you know that we can cobble together in any point you know we have to recycle it somewhere yeah exactly we we get to bring it in new for someone else to enjoy but ultimately it's been done to death by somebody but you know i like to think anytime it's made into a title on greetings that's when you know it's an original joke Yes. Everything from Oliver Stone's Grandma MMA, Wet Bags at the Awful Zoo, uh, any of the other titles. The titles are what's original. I've never All heard your anymore. favorites, whatever oh, they may be. The classic. You, you never did Mike's Hard Soup, which I always thought was a good one from you. That could be a good one I, for this episode. If I remember those notes, that was like one where we had a doozy. We had like four or five amazing lines. In fact, the episode that will have come out by now that's called Oh Yeah, Oh Yeah, there were a couple of really good lines in there. I can't remember. I think I have them in here. I think some of the titles I was going for include You Don't Go to Bed on Caligula and then You're Gonna Be Almond Joyless. See, we really do spin gold here. And or bronze. The audience has no idea what we do to warm up before this is just throwing away titles like nobles in pre Revolution France threw away banana peels to watch poor people slip on them. Dressing up as non-foppish, just dirt-strewn Frenchmen, just throwing banana. By the way, if they saw a banana in like 1695, wouldn't they like freak the fuck they would out? Flip out? What the hell is that thing? What is that busted apple you're eating? <laughs> and it's just that's that is an example of witchcraft. That's a weird pistol. It's soft. <laughs> what a strange soft potato you're eating raw. <laughs> Also, we have no food. Can we have some? (laughs) Uh, Well, as long as we're here, I have something that is going to take us into the past. It has nothing to do with weddings, but it is a blast from said past. Dan, are you ready to take a look at the card that I have given you this week? Oh, well, that's the power of love, Bobby. I'm getting into the DeLorean right now to go back in time with this card. Well, while Dan goes back and he'll go back just far enough to enter this time stream once again, he's only going back a couple seconds. You can reach out with a card you'd like us to discuss or talk about at Greetings Pod on Instagram or at Greetings Cast on Twitter, which is known as X these days, which is a bit like... Like when your friend in middle school asked you to call him by a nickname he made up and you all refused because it was laughable. Yeah. Don't make up your own names. Let your friends do it. And it's got to be embarrassing. Yeah. Because if I made up a name for Twitter these days, I think I would have been like sad, angry shout f- uh, friend. B- Question bird mark? talk. Bird talk. Yes. Yeah. Bird, talk. bird chirping. <laughs> Chirp, bird chirp. chirping bird chirping chirp times that would that hopefully that would make for less arguments on it although there's no proof of that bobby i opened up the card but i don't want to alarm you and you can't really tell on the zoom but i i think i've become huey lewis i think i've become huey lewis from huey lewis in the news also my tongue is still stuck in 2023 so it's kind of a distortion of speaking right now so it's going I'm a, great keep I'm going a, i'm a handsome son of a bitch i got one of the those like cleft jaws and a, and a real or cleft chins and a tight jawline and I look good in a, in a shirt kind of buttoned down and I'm on the cover of sports but I can't talk well like old Dan <laughs> I'm on the cover of sports the magazine <laughs> no the album called sports. oh I'm sorry I thought there was a magazine but like today golf <laughs> before before it was illustrated in the 80s they just called it sports, sports. magazine <laughs> top 10 baseballs <laughs> <laughs> tonight kickball what does it want from us high lie not this time <laughs> so i'm um, 
Uh, one of these days, you and I, that'll be another uh, Patreon thing. You and I will go down to Miami and actually either bet or play highlight. If we played highlight, we might die because that's a dangerous sport to just go in willy-nilly. Excellent chance. Yeah, you can't just dive into a highlight game. You kind of got to know what you're doing. <laughs> you don't dive into highlight. <laughs> so I'm opening the card now which I hope is going to be highlight themed. It doesn't seem to be, though, so uh, already strike Well, patience, one. patience. All right, sorry, sorry. My apologies, it could be. What I am seeing is a black background, very formal, elegant, as it were, a framing around our text and imagery, at least slightly. There is a sort of, it almost looks like two, what would you call those, like, amp, not ampersand, uh, uh, like parentheticals, but they're the sort of am- parentheticals that look like pinchers. Uh, Brackets? There's a word no. for them. What's that? Not brackets, not brackets, right? Uh, let's call them brackets for the sake of the mm. conversation, but there's probably another word for it. Two like elegant looking brackets making like a frame. And then above the frame itself, we have pink and red roses with a fine floral finish, both top and bottom. Both sort of look like the centerpieces for a lovely wedding that you RSVP to after receiving the save the date. And then you stole See, the bouquet. We brought it around again. Glad I opened with that. I'm glad you did too. And the text goes in the center, and I'm, I'm not even going to, I know we like to talk font here on greetings, but there's about 14, so let me just get through the top here. The text is, a friend is one that knows you as you are, understands where you have been, accepts what you have become, and still gently allows you to grow. William Shakespeare, this is a quote, I'll say it again a little faster. A friend is one that knows you as you are, understands where you have been, accepts what you have become, and still gently allows you to grow. William Shakespeare. Wow, there's there's a lot packed in there. I think it's important to note amongst our reviews of the front here that the f- phrases a friend understands and and still and gently are all different fonts, which implies that they really want you to emphasize those. You know, I like a card... I spoke before about I don't like cards that tell me what to do, but this mm. isn't telling me what to do. It is gently suggesting ways on how to speak it out loud. It's trying to persuade it. you. This is yeah. the proper way to do things. This is, yes, just a gentle persuasion. The bard, whether he was truthfully alive or not, I'm an anti-Stratfordian myself, does not. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was four dudes. That's already. our stand. We're part of the <laughs> Shakespeare didn't exist. That's our cause. There we nailed That's it. the cause. That's what we're going to cash in on is people finally believing that William Shakespeare was not real. This, this, come on. No man is that egg shaped in the Elizabethan era. Come on. It's just it's just not how it's done. I it packs a lot of punch in the front. It's it's not too much verbiage. It gets close, but it's a nice message. But let's let me just really quick. Knows you as you are. That's nice. I like somebody who knows me as I am. It scares me a little bit, but that's what friendship sometimes is scary, like love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Understands where you have been. Also, that's that's a lot, but that's good. Um, right. Accepts what you have become. That sounds a little bit less like embracing it. Embracing what you've become would be nice, but understanding's like, or accepting's more like, I accept that there's nothing I can change about what oh, It's you a are little now. bit of giving up, I agree. And is one that knows you as you are, understand, understands where you have been, taken in the wrong context, could be considered, well, you've been following me. So, you know, there's there's a little darkness to that. <laughs> there's a little there. stalking there. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I, you, you talk about a difficult part in your life that your friend might know. They'll be like, oh, I understand. I was there. Yeah. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh, and still gently allows you to grow. 
What about uh, aggressively allows you to grow? We are forcing growth on you. This is happening now. Where, I where, emphatically insist that you grow. Where are my miracle grow friends at? We need to. We need. To, I can't wait another five years to get better. I need. To, I need this to happen asap. Where are my bamboo friends? Just gotta losing, soak them. Where are my bamboo friends at? Which can be either your friends who want you to grow like bamboo, or your friends who are trying to get you on a strictly bamboo diet, which is very tough for humans. It's a lot of fiber and not a lot of much else. But if you need that. You you know, no judgment if that's what no, you're going No, absolutely. For if you need yeah. that, I mean, get on the bamboo. You know what? There's a lot of it. So you're not going to have a lot of problems. Uh, it grows quick, just sometimes like a good friendship can. Friendships are like bamboo sometimes. Just look out for panda bears because uh, although they are large, they are dumb and playful. So um, it's too easy sometimes to take the bamboo from their hands. Uh, but can we be friends with them? That's the real question. I almost said you can be friends with a panda, but I don't want to say that with a sincere. I don't want to say that confidently and then be wrong that like maybe they'll like hurt us and we probably shouldn't be that close to pandas anyways we've taken so much from them that we should allow them their space yeah we should we should give back yeah force them to be in zoos get really excited that they're finally encaged and then go come on procreate when we put two of them together i feel like we we ask a lot of these <laughs> lazy fun bears you try getting in the mood when a man in all plaid says come on fuck already <laughs> you 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 gotta be you gotta, it's gotta be tough to get in the mood when like, you've got a family of four coming in from Wichita watching you with the husband wearing a t-shirt saying my other wife is a Toyota. <laughs> that's, that's gotta be, that's a tough pill to swallow when you're like, I'm a wild bear. Some wine might help. Let's, that's okay. Friends, there's gotta be a fourth fifth line here a friend understands where you've been accepts you become gently allows you to grow and still will let you get a panda drunk (laughs) just (laughs) once just once try it out see what it's like no guys don't don't feed pandas wine don't if you are coming to the speakeasy we allow people to take stuff home we allow to take boiler makers don't tell the cops but (laughs) we beg you do not feed these to bears no we have one rule here And that rule is there are no rules. But the second rule is don't feed these to bears. Please don't feed these to bears. We beg you. Uh, I got to say from the uh, I did not know this was from the uh, immortal bard. And I have to say it's a fine, fine quote. Do you know, Bobby, as you are a man of letters yourself, do you know where this comes from? Or is this just one of those fun things he wrote in a diary? I can tell you through my extensive research on Ah. a single Reddit forum. There we go. This is, Dan, in fact, not a Shakespeare quote at all. Really? I I looked at this card and we found it in uh, when (laughs) I was in Portland, Maine recently. And I think the store was Sherman's main coastal bookshop, which is really wonderful. I saw this card and it caught me because of the black background. You don't often see that very classy. You really don't know. And I read it and Maddie is is a Shakespeare aficionado too. And I showed it to her and I said, what's wrong with this? And she looked at it and she was like, yeah, that's that's not Elizabethan English. No, it's not. not That is at all. I could tell that, but I was like, I was kind of hoping that it was some kind of modern English translation. Like we were allowing for the doths to not exist or the, or what am I trying to say here? They had like spark noted it or like no fear yeah. Shakespeare, the, yes. the quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A friend is one thou knows as you are or something like that. Like, yeah, like, like you said, I was thinking it was the sparks nose version, but you found out that that's not true. Well, as far as my extensive research, as I said, one Reddit forum went. That's all um, yeah the comments were quite funny they were like shakespeare really didn't do like inspirational quotes in sort of you know he didn't 
write anything you could really set to the background of a beach sunset. You know, some of them are quite good and inspiring and poetic, but they, they're they're not really like you can do it kind of thing. So yeah. I like being lied to. Like I'm a little, I, I think with this card, like it's a little kinky. It's like, oh, you're just going to try to trick me. Okay, let's see where this goes. You know, I, so many cards are sincere. You know, I like, I kind of, I'm like, this card's lying to me. You like, like the wool getting pulled over your eyes sometimes. It's a little dangerous, you know? Oh. Like, I feel like this card is wearing stockings and a slinky black dress, and so am I. So, oh, you know, we're, maybe we're a both long cigarette dangerous. holder, perhaps? Mm. Ordering a, a Sazerac sling. Yes, 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 yes. Immediately singing along to Mac the Knife as it's being played, but they're singing the original German, so it's dark <laughs> and it's kind of creepy. <laughs> but that's. Yeah, I I don't hate that idea. I'm trying to mull it around in my head. I think the part that made me feel more bamboozled than teased at, you know, I got a little wink from across the bar, is more so that it's not enough of a dichotomy. Like, it would have been funny if it said, like, you miss 99% of the shots you never take. William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. Like, like that would have been so good. Or live, laugh, love, William Shakespeare. That would have been so... Or if it said something like, don't talk to me until I've had... Or wait, what am I trying to say here? I can't even come up with a primitive by Kathy. It's uh, <laughs> it's wine o'clock somewhere. If that had said like William Shakespeare on it, that would have been... That would have bowled me over. I That would have been the best card we ever did. This one is a little harder because it feels... It's trying to be sincere to me or it's just trying to lie to me. Like it's not, it's I not even tell. a game. Based on yeah. page one, it was like, is this a mistake? Is this a genuine person who really thought that they were quoting Shakespeare? Or is the joke that Shakespeare didn't write this? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's so funny too, because the design of the card, it, Shakespeare is in much smaller font size and a very different font than anything else on the page. And it doesn't come with the often in literature, like the dash before the name William Shakespeare that implies like, oh, this is the this is the end of the quote and this is the person who said it. So it's almost like they just put William Shakespeare in there like it's some kind of bad translation. Like it's just like allows you to grow William Shakespeare. <laughs> I did consider the option briefly that this was addressed to William Shakespeare. So it's like mm. and gently allows you to grow William Shakespeare. Well done. <laughs> Well, you can continue you continue to grow and appease the people and keep them away from the bear baiting for just one more day. Something else other than that. How how about children dying when they're in love and stuff? <laughs> how about those Catholics still around, eh? That was the original name of As You Like It. How about those Catholics? I don't know how I feel about that possibility. Cause it's it's I don't feel very good. I feel lied to is the problem. I am hedging my bets and saying this was a well-meaning error but mm. part of me still wants to believe that this person said just put william shakespeare on it people will buy this crap it doesn't matter. that's the thing is i feel like this is a shallow ploy in order to get people to purchase it because it's name recognition like oh there's a writer there's a person of note we can put the slap that right on there no one's gonna know i think it's gonna take some more investigating so i will hold my prejudice of that until the very end and we'll see if there's any proof of where this is coming from because you said this was from a fine independent card and book apothecary in portland maine correct it was yes i think it's uh let me get the full name here because it was a really nice spot i highly we'll also shout them out in the comments later on yeah it was sherman's sherman's main coast bookshop that's what thank it was, you yeah. sherman and your main coast thanks shop sherman and of course we go to the next page here which is sort of the feeling that i'm getting the meditation page as we all know mm -hmm. it's not a pea green, but it's sort of almost like a seafoam green, a little bit darker than that, not as light as seafoam. It could be a representation 
of nausea, which is how I'm feeling right now. It's a very unappetizing color for me personally. But I would not like to see this at Catfish Dandies. I I see this and I'm going to return it. And I said, I asked for the the cream of Dorito. (laughs) 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 The, the, The cream of extreme ranch. Please put this away. The yeah, so I this is a great representation. I know it's probably meant to be either. I, it's probably meant to be floral to be based off the bouquets that we saw earlier, but it it sort of I don't know how I feel. I I feel like I was taken not necessarily advantage of in the emotional sense, but I definitely I feel like I've been had. But I don't know if I'm if it's a joke or a jape yet, or if it's sincerely like I've been pickpocketed by the the ghosts of greeting card emotions past. Well. Only one way to find out. Only one way to find out here. So we'll continue on into the next page here where we are now. It is a white page. There is a nice little element of the bouquets from the first page there. It's a rose surrounded by some fine sprigs of leaves and whatnot. And it says in a fun, flirty red font, Mm. few friends have been as understanding and supportive, as fun-loving and adventurous, as honest and open as you. You are that great kind of true friend that everyone should have, but few are lucky enough to ever find. Okay, I don't know if it's just, I'm, I'm going to say it one more time to see if it gets any better for me. Few okay. friends have been as understanding and supportive, as fun-loving and adventurous, as honest and open as you. You are that great kind of true friend that everyone should have, but few are lucky enough to ever find. That They're so, pick four things. We're, that is currently 14 things. I love you. You're my friend. It's real packed in there. I lied about William Shakespeare for you. But Christ in heaven, choose a a few things because right now you're just putting everything in there. And it almost feels like you don't want to let go of someone right before you say goodbye to them at a party. It's like you are so lovely, so (laughs) wonderful. It's like, I know, I know. I love you too, buddy. This, but, yeah, this is your your friend eight beers in being like, I got I got one thing to say to you, and like you have thirteen things to say to me at least, you know, depending on it, how much you've had to drink. And I love that moment, and I have been that person. But sometimes somebody is gonna miss the C train, so we need to <laughs> we need to move. We need to move and wrap this up. I've got a magic rectangle that we can reminisce on later on. I know it's not exactly the same thing, but. Man, understanding, supportive, fun-loving, adventurous, honest, open, and then your great kind of true friend that every I'll count everyone should have, and few are lucky enough to find. That's nine quantifiers. Cut mm. it down to three. You are understanding, you're adventurous, and few people are lucky enough to find you. That's good. Mm. That'll do. Or you're supportive, and you're open, and you're a true friend. That's this could be this could be like. We always talk about liking games in our cards. This could be like a fun Rubik's Cube that you can do inside the game. Yeah, give them like a moving board of nine adjectives that they want, and you could just pick the three that work best for this person. How lovely would that be? Really, how lovely would that be? Like, you can you can choose what you want to be called. I think you're all of these things, so you'll get away with it. Maybe that's what Shakespeare wanted all along, is for people to mash up his texts instead of us doing the same thing over and over and over again for hundreds of years. No, probably not. Never mind. I have nothing against Shakespeare stuff. I just, I always like when I see a Shakespeare production and they just do something wildly weird with it. And I'm just like, yeah, he, yeah. Would, never, he would have never gotten that, that Stratfordian. Let's take him down a peg. You know, I gave two stars to Coriolanus on Goodreads not too long ago. And people- <laughs> Did you, like, you really gave, do? Did you really do that? I did. And I wrote, I'm taking Shakespeare down a peg. 
<laughs> and you know what? They can't all be bangers. That's all I'm saying. You know, some of them aren't as good. Finally doing Shakespeare justice. That's actually the only, I have a compendium of Shakespeare's plays in one of those big compendium books. Oh yeah. Like those omnibuses, right? That are exactly. Yeah. yeah. But then I have a one single copy of Coriolanus that I got for free that I've never read. So it's not good, huh? Uh, it's an interesting idea and quite relevant for our times because it's about a very well or a very efficient leader who is good at what he does and detests the people that he serves because he thinks they're all slobs and gross. Mm. Um, so like, kind of like us with our ding dongs here. Yeah, I was like, it's got, it's got some, it's got some parallels to today, and like, it's it's interesting, but I could see why it's not performed very much. There, there's some on some level it just kind of lacks the flair of a, um, mm. I don't know what do you call it? like a Richard a Richard Part Three, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, back yeah. to the future, you know, back in ancient times, whatever it's called. Well, that know. was when Richard the Three went to the Wild West to save. <laughs> to save Marty McFly. Uh, Doc Brown. Marty McFly. <laughs> well, I forget if he was saving Doc Brown or Marty McFly. Oh, that's McFly. right. Yeah, know. my apologies. Yes, of course. Yeah, a lot of people well, Back to the Future Part Three was written nearly five hundred years ago, so you've got to be you gotta be patient it was. with that. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that made a big difference. You really knocking him down on Goodreads. This <laughs> you know what, for a son of a glove maker, that's gotta be pretty good. I just like to punch up, you know. Yeah. Listen, there's few people. I'm I'm not gonna insult Catherine Dunn books. They're amazing. So who else do I got here? Uh William Shakespeare. That that's <laughs> That's how we do. I, I kind of... Be on your toes, Oscar Wilde. We're coming for you next. Uh, listen, when, the minute I go back to Picture of Dorian Gray, I tried last year and I... I don't know. I just got kind of bored. But um, mm. it's a it's a lot of going to dinners and teas and talking to people. I'm like, come on, get to the part where you don't age. But <laughs> I... I kind of at this point just don't understand if you were just going to write all of that inside anyways. I don't understand why lying about... I wanted... You know what it was? I wanted a payoff for lying to me about the William Shakespeare quote. Mm. I don't know what I wanted, but I wanted something that paid off for it. And it's a nice sentiment. It is a chunky sentiment, one that needs to be cut down because I don't think it translates very well when you speak it out loud. But ultimately, I don't know what I would do differently, except for maybe just, you know, is there no way to prove that Shakespeare didn't write like say this? There's no way. <laughs> yeah, is this like proving a negative? Like you can't tell me Shakespeare didn't write it. Like true, I can't. But perhaps if we used regular human intelligence, we could assume that Shakespeare didn't do this. No, I know. Yeah, we, at the end of the day, it's like I I I think I'm holding out for this not being an absolute forgery, and like mm. just thinking to myself that they did the spark notes thing, or maybe they just they took out the thousand and replaced them with that. But yeah, you're right. This doesn't sound like Shakespeare. I, I don't recall any character and I'm I'm not a scholar of his work by any stretch, but the few that I've seen, I don't recall anybody talking like this. They might talk lovingly about friendships, but it would probably be in a metaphor about flowers or something like that. Mm. I just don't see this existing in any anything that I've seen personally. I mean, we welcome Shakespeare scholars who would like a rebuttal because for once it would be nice to not be the biggest nerd in the room. So I would really like that to happen. For them yeah. To yeah. Please give Bobby a break for being a, not a nerd, the learned man of the two of us, the academic well, of the two uh, of us. He's he's hilarious. Hilarious, and he's smart as hell, guys. He needs something to balance out just the words, the word jumble that comes out of my mouth every time we do this. And you guys don't know, but every time I edit these episodes, Bobby, I have I do nothing with him. Like there might be like some pauses that I cut up me. Oh, it is like it is Frankenstein's monster. I have to the stuff I have to do to cut out the way I talk. Uh, but I've stumbled. Come on now, Dan. I'm 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 often just playing off of the, the you're you're playing the melody and I'm like the guy on the the keyboards who's like F chord, C chord, <laughs> F chord again. <laughs> we're 
look, we're we're doing the best we can being a cover band for Kraftwerk. We're not exactly them, and we're missing three other guys. No, and we never will be. But that we have to accept that. Nope, we can't. We're trying our best. We're trying to we're trying to isolate that that energy they give that that German techno energy. Which, which is the name of the band we are, German Techno Energy. German Techno Energy, yes. So we have to go to the final page. I know we're running a, a little bit long for tonight, but we are. Um, the, it is written by RSVP. This this card comes to us from RSVP, which means reach someone very personally. Don't tell me what I'll. I will decide what I'm doing with the card. Yeah, Thank who you very do you much. think you are? Back yeah, of card. I could be giving this to the person who I always meet at the coffee shop, the barista. That's not. A, I wouldn't call that personally. I just think they're a nice person, and I see them every day and they keep making me my hot mug of chowder because sometimes i can't go to you know you you can't go to uh catfish dandies in the morning it's not open yet it's strictly no, a four yeah it's four to six p.m that's it four, it's two hours of soup <laughs> and it takes a lot of cleanup because you are eating quick <laughs> okay so it's reach someone very personally which is a division of sellers publishing incorporated rsvp.com i'll be researching them later the artwork is by a tammy apple thank you tammy for the wonderful artwork there is no one yeah it was beautiful actually the front is is lovely too yeah it's it's lovely it's very nice but no one has got the chutzpah to admit that they wrote it there's no there's no writing credit so that Dan, I am, it was William Shakespeare. I am hot under the the. Uh, <laughs> I the am hot. I well, I am hot under the long, eloquent white collar. I am a balding playwright that is hot under the what is the word I'm looking for? The very layered collar. Oh, the frill. Uh, yeah, I don't the know. The frill. What it's thank called. you. Yeah. I am hot under the frilled collar right now because I have been left in potentially libel ambiguity. Basically, just a a, a a complete ripoff, potentially, or not. Either you have ripped off William Shakespeare by putting his name on there, or you've given a true quote, but you didn't have the gumption to tell me. It would have been nice if you just say what sonnet is it from or what play it might have been, but they didn't even do that for us. So I'm, I'm going to agree with you. This is made up, isn't it? Was it from his slam poetry days? You know, that weren't well publicized. <laughs> we just don't know. And we'd like to know. Was it from his unwritten play, hilariously titled Lethal Weapon 2? <laughs> In no relation to the series from the 1980s. <laughs> it was it was just about another one of those Central European wars that go nowhere. Look, someone's got to fight Gustav and his, his Swedish army coming in from the north. You don't want them taking the colonies. Otherwise, no. you know, that is just what New Jersey was. Um, I don't know. I, I, so you, you stand by before we get to the rating really quick, you stand by, like, you feel good about this card. Like it was a, it was a fun sort of a tease of a time. Yeah. You know, as long as you accept that Shakespeare didn't say it and also didn't exist, you know, you could have fun with it. Which is what our stance is. You and I agreed to that. That's right. Yeah. We agreed. Bobby got to decide on what time we record and I got to decide that Shakespeare's fake. And that's, that's right. And that is the reality that we live in here. I felt like it was a fair trade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I. Hey, this time works for me, too. And also I get I, what I want, that it's four dudes. I think Mark Twain was an anti-Stratfordian, right? I don't know if that's true or not, but we can get him on the show and cool. have him defend himself. <laughs> Let's just make up history shit. It doesn't like this card <laughs> proves it doesn't matter. You can just <laughs> say things. It's fine. You won't get in trouble. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm. There's a part of me that loves chaos, but then there's another part. So I don't know whether or not I like it for that or not. But I also don't like that it could just be a straight up lie. It's kind of making me laugh now, now that I'm taking some time. <laughs> I think I like this. Okay. 
That's I fair. think I've switched because now now that I've sat here, it's it's now just absurd. You're so <laughs> what, mercurial. We can't we can't pin you down. Oh, it doesn't take a lot to to switch my attitude around. And if it's positive, if it's for a positive cause, then it's then what's the harm, right? Mm. So we're down to the rating. I am. I think the more that I take a time to realize it's not Shakespeare, it's making me giggle more. And I love the, and all, but I also love being a contrarian or sort of a a troll in real life. I think we've spoken about that to other people, not in any way that's harmful, but more just like I'm making someone go, Dan, you rost about with your <laughs> wool caps and your wheel that you push around with the stick. And I love the idea of like, for example, your wife coming over as we talk about you behind your back and her seeing this card and going, yeah, that wasn't Shakespeare. Why do you have this? <laughs> I would love that. So for that potential bait, I am going to put this freezer door top left near the handle, uh, mm. which is a pretty high place. But I think is, you know, the design is so lovely. Again, thank that's you. That's very high. Apple. Yeah, that's 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 nothing to sneeze at. Well, I, I won't deny that it looks lovely. Again, Tammy Apple did a wonderful job with the design of it. It is eloquent. And I think the potential to make someone unhappy as they look more and more at it as I'm doing it well. You know, it's not a tempest, but a temptation that I can't resist. So Mm-mm-mm. You don't get many of those. Y'all are welcome. <laughs> nope. You're only going to get so many of them. Mm-hmm. It's not really my Corey Elaine. Yes. Bobby, rating, your time, now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to Julia seize the moment. Sorry, sorry, really sorry. So sorry. Oh. Um, I I do think this is okay. I think the sentiment is sweet. I'm not as huge a fan of the card as you, so I'm probably putting this like bottom right fridge, like not all the way at the bottom, scraping the floor, but sort of just there. But I'm more confused by it than anything else. I, I can't quite. It feels a lot like someone telling a joke and they're not very confident in it, so they kind of walk it back, and at the end you're a little like, so were you joking? And like, ha, ah, and then they leave. Hey. Like, hey, that didn't answer my question. So I, d- I don't dislike it, but I think it's going to go a little bit lower on the ranking for me than it did for you. Interesting. I feel like we kind of switched around a little bit because I we feel did. like- We did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's, you know what, that's the point of these dialogues. We sort of get there and we figure out that we're actually in different stages with it. So that's interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be too much of a goober with this. Like, I'm not going to go, hey, did you see this card? Do you think it's William Shakespeare? <laughs> this is, you have to find it in order to get the joke. I'm not going to point it out, but yeah. I think there's some regulation that needs to be involved there, but that I am not, I am not going to be too much of a doofus about this one although no one's stopping you well i just don't want to be a ham i want to let them read it themselves trying to do hamlet it didn't mm. it was almost there i felt it (laughs) the key word is almost well if you have almost got a shakespeare pun you would like to share with us you can reach out to dan and i at greetings pod on instagram or at greetings cast on twex um which i'm twex feel the the rash twex (laughs) Twex, not the chocolate bar That was a huge error by the marketing team. It's like, you guys know that there's a candy bar called Twix, right? Sounds like the dollar store version of Twix. Like, Twix, now 20% less caramel. (laughs) Try the new Twix bar. It's dry. (laughs) Twix, it's open already. (laughs) Twix, don't bite down too hard. (laughs) 
All right. Well, we got another uh, area of business to conquer the uh, candy business. We've been we've been priming for this. I mean, we're ready to make our own candy. It's, it's time. all we do. It's all we're just waiting it's for a do. for a. We're just throwing ideas until we find something that can be the confection that is the official confection of this podcast. And there we That's have right. it. Like basically, I'm talking old candy that you found in your closet that you hid because it was Halloween candy, and now a year has gone by. But it's still candy and you're a child, so you're going to bite into it. That that's sensation, right. that incredibly hyper-specific scenario, that's a Twex, baby. That's the commercial right there. You just wrote the script. <laughs> just just the, that long thought I had to throw out there into the microphone right at the very end. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Twex, baby. And then, we, and then we put some sunglasses on a panda bear <laughs> riding a skateboard. <laughs> It's worked before. It'll work again. <laughs> It'll work. Twix, it's basically bamboo. <laughs> All right, guys. Send us send us your animations of what Twix looks like. Do that. Yeah, please yeah. do. We'd love to see. We hope you have a pleasant tomorrow and a good uh, yesterday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>